0: Hello there, everybody. Um, Actually, uh, let me try that again. Hello there. Is that an Obi-Wan voice? Was that good? Yeah, it was more Obi-Wan than the first one was. Okay, well, I will take that then. Hello there. Um, No, that doesn't even sound. Hello there. I don't know. Anyways, hi. uh, I'm Alex. Uh, My co-host is Ryan. And we are the boys at Suck My Fanfic, the internet's least well-known but best most fan fiction obscure, podcast. Yes, most obscure, obscure popular obscure,
1: fan uh, podcast.
0: That's the best way to describe it, I would say. Uh, so thank you for joining us today. Today we have a very special presentation of the second part of our four-part trilogy regarding Sonic High School.
1: Or three-part trilogy.
0: <laughs> You're going to correct me every time with that, aren't you? Yes. Okay, sweet. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, we had a, a cliffhanger, I feel, at the end of the, the, the first part. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I am I, I'm so excited for the second part. I just, I, I cannot wait. But before that, I have a quick, uh, funny little story as an opening topic. Are you ready? I'm ready. So I'm taking, uh, for those of you who don't know, I was on a kick last episode about like introducing ourselves to new listeners. So if you liked episode uh, 42, and now you're here for episode 43 we we really appreciate you and i guarantee you we're going to be better than movie 43 guarantee
1: <laughs> i thought we we're doing episode 42.0 and this is episode
0: 42.1 it's going to mess up the ordering and also mess you know, up the more ordering. episodes yeah and the more episodes you pump out the better you look so we're going to sell out on that and just call it okay. episode 43 all right
1: so this is episode 47
0: yeah i would say this is probably episode 200 um <laughs> whoa big two but, big two oh guys Oh, hell yeah, dude. We're uh, we're uh, bicentennials at this point. <laughs> but uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm a, uh, I, I study anthropology. And I was taking a course called Digital Anthropology, which, it's going to surprise you, is about digital anthropology. And so that's like cultural anthropology, but through a digital lens. So like going on like Facebook or Reddit or Second Life, we've read a lot about, which shows you, you how serious? different those books are. are, but, are oh, dude, serious? I can send you there is an awful documentary called sec life 2.0 which was produced by the oprah winfrey network and it is an absolute atrocity to humankind i like to think i like
1: that at one point second life was like this is going to be the next this is the greatest
0: phenomenon in social media yeah and then networking um, yeah it's just bad so Uh, We've done a lot about that, and we had, like, read an ethnography of a dude who did second – like, his whole work is based on digital anthra, which it's interesting, but it's also like, oh, what an atrocity. And uh, I'm not saying the game's an atrocity. I'm saying the things they talk about in the documentary are pretty terrible. If you
1: are a, like, well-regarded digital anthropologist, do you think you're just, like, incredible at memes? Do you think you could just, like, I'm going to, like, start a meme trend right now, like – I'm going to watch like a movie from like 2006, just get like a random screen grab and make it the most popular meme because you're just so into it.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know how when someone makes a joke and you're trying to be an ass and you turn to the pe- people they made the joke to and you explain the joke and that makes the joke not funny? Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's a digital anthropologist? That's pretty much it. It's just like, you know, this like nuanced, like obscure thing that only people on internet culture understand. And then they over explain it and you read it and you're like, yeah, I get it it's not special anymore and you just like move on that's exactly that what it is it
1: sounds like yes yes no from the podcast reply all i still love it though
0: don't know what that is but i'll i'll take the uh the comparison um but anyways i was reading digital anthropology which is a book um by uh, a an anthropologist who study who does virtual digital things um she's great and uh one of the chapters i was reading about was like how to conduct uh things anthropologically online and one of the case studies they gave was fan fiction.
1: No, oh, no, did they it was someone doing like a, a year in the life of a fanfiction.net
0: author. It was fanfiction.net which was really funny. Unfortunately, it wasn't year in a life, it was more of like a survey thing, but they focused mm-hmm. on one girl. Um they gave they gave a fake username so it was like fangirl like Fan G R R L is the username <laughs> they gave, but they, like it was obviously fake, and they even said like changed for un- anonymity, which I think is funny because when you do a real ethnography, or I'm sorry, an ethnography about you know, like a physical space, mm-hmm. like if I talk to Ryan when I write the paper, I'd call you like Robert or something. Mm-hmm. So like you're anonymous, um, and so. It's funny that they the thing that's already anonymous, the screen name, they also changed. Their well because funny.
1: she might be a a world famous fan fiction author. She might
0: be like the El James. You can't. Really apparently, go, she is. You can't go doxing her. Yeah, no. Apparently, she's really big in like the Harry Potter and Buffy the Vampire Slayer circles. So, um, but I, I, you know, not wanting anybody to know that I have this horrific uh, podcast where I read about pulling out chunks of cervix. I uh, I bit my tongue the entire discussion. I was like, "Oh yeah, fanfiction." Wow, what a weird thing. (laughs) We
1: both live, we both live like very like separate lives. Like we're on the podcast, we're like promoting on social media, and then like someone will call me, like my dad will be like, "Hey, what did you do
0: today, son?" I'm like, "Uh, "You know, nothing, nothing at all. (laughs) I don't do anything." yeah, no, my life is devoid of meaning. It's like with the, uh, the the Donald Glover from Weirdo joke where he's like, everyone comes and sees me speak. And they're like, oh, Troy and Abed from Community. And then I stand up on stage and I go, dicks, 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 dicks. And that's sort of how it feels. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm, I'm like this, like, mild-mannered, like, you know, graduate student and teaching assistant. And, like, I'm in class, like talking to students and be like oh yeah like oh you know i'm so supportive of you like anything you do is great whatever and then like when i come home i'm like ah (laughs) yo uh, like he like threw his dick on her face i like to think
1: like this was alex jones's like fun pastime as well and then it just got too popular and he's like oh well i can't really tell the people at the office that i just like to you know go hiking on the weekends you know (laughs) i like to stir up controversy
0: yeah he just likes to look at t-girls that's his big thing (laughs) t-girls um so yes that was my opening topic that unfortunately i could have destroyed my entire class with facts and logic about fan fiction <laughs> um but chose not to to save my personal uh <laughs> my personal uh reputation save face very smart yes yes very because smart. they were talking about it and i'm like in my head i'm like um actually that's not true but i was like oh yeah that's <laughs> what, fucking g- strange
1: give me an example give me a little taste of what they were talking about that uh that you could have taken him to task on
0: oh so this one this wasn't taking him to task but it was just funny because i knew so much about it this one girl was like yeah you know like sometimes fan fiction like bleeds into the real world and my professor's like oh how so and she's like well i used to read this thing on Wattpad that was a harry styles fan fiction i'm like it's aint a todd after yeah this is old news all right
1: (laughs) Um, you wouldn't even be like, like like dismissive and kind of like um, you know, condescending. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, you'd be like an old professor like shambling to the front. Yeah, yeah, well, we all know this, the classic example. Is <laughs> exactly. anyone bring anything fresh? Well, remember we yeah, looked like, it up, didn't like three pill- three billion people read it? And you know, given yeah. how many people exist on this world or how they had three billion reads or views or whatever, it's mm-hmm. likely that most people in your class, at least, you know, slightly less than half, have also read that
0: absolutely or at least know about it so right um that was like one of the things i remember and then i was bringing up i was just like slowly masking my my knowledge on it where i'm like yeah you know like how does how does digital or like how do digital things like manifest in the real world like an example i have is like you know like a fan someone who likes fan fiction might go to a fan convention or like start a fan convention (laughs) in my head i'm like oh if only you knew (laughs) if only all of you knew (laughs) i have so. hours
1: upon hours of research yeah. i'd probably say we put in like collectively in terms of like fan fiction research i mean they're like maybe like four or four yeah. hours for every episode so i mean we're, we're getting up there We're you know, we're near like maybe 300, 300 hours a piece in terms of just research for this
0: yeah the worst part is when you become like a like a hardline academic you just start looking at things and you're like i could do a project on this like i could totally construct this and like i've done that before where i'm like i'm like how can i construct this and i just like start planning it out in my head and when I was reading it, it talked about someone who did an ethnography of fan fiction writers. I'm like, I could do that so much better. I'm like, God, mm. I could have a good project on this. But I was like, I also don't want to come across as weird. So no. <laughs> I could
1: totally own this, but then people think I'm a, a complete
0: weeb. I don't want that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love the, to never get funding because I study fan fiction. So I guess I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so um, that, I figured that was funny. A little bit of uh, the show manifesting itself in my everyday professional life.
1: Just like how fan fiction manifests itself in real life, Alex, do you, do you, do you have an example for the class?
0: Oh, what was really funny is all these girls started talking about all the fanfic they read, and in my head, I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, that tracks with the stats. Mainly females, mainly your age demographic, <laughs> yeah.
1: silently confirming everything. Yep.
0: Yeah, basically, and then there, you know, there's like a dude who's like, yeah, I've never even considered reading fan fiction. I'm like, I was there once, my friend. I was right there with you once.
1: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> save yourself crazy, the trouble crazy what in. a uh
0: crazy what an award-winning podcast run will do for you exactly uh, you know critical acclaim but whatever also mm-hmm. what's really funny is for that class um the teacher is, the teacher i've i've had someone go like oh i love that professor she's so progressive if that just sort of tells you the sort of personality mm-hmm. of the professor she's super nice mm-hmm. she is I, i'll admit she's very very nice very supportive um Nothing negative. I like nothing I can say that's negative about her, but um, one of the things she's like, yeah, your final project could be a podcast. And in my head, I'm like, oh, could it now? Hmm, very interesting.
1: <laughs> I would like to uh, you stand to stand up. I would like to turn in my final project right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, do you want an ethnography on fan fiction? Because I can turn that in as we speak.
1: <laughs> you stroll to the front of the class, slap down your phone on her desk, and walk out and just walk to the yeah. beach and just walk into the water and keep walking. Until you're completely <laughs> submerged,
0: not stop until I get to England.
1: Yep, you pirates of the Caribbean across the bottom of the Atlantic, and <laughs> oh, so
0: badass. Yo, Henry, <laughs> you got a place for me to stay when I get there?
1: He'll respond. He'll respond in time, in due time, for sure, for sure. Uh,
0: but yes, so that was that's the opening topic. I I, I don't want to waste any more time. Let's get down to part two because I'm excited. Let's do this.
1: Okay, yeah, part two, part two of our, uh, as Alex calls it, our four part, three part series um yeah it's the
0: fourth part of the trilogy
1: yep um and uh i don't know if you, if you want to take a run at a refresher i can do the refresher from from uh episode one this is sonic high school a critically acclaimed series on fanfiction.net would you like to take a run at summing up a new hope episode one
0: you want me to sum it up i could do it but i was curious if you want to give it a shot you know, I almost I almost feel weird summing it up because it was literally last episode and if someone sees like as they're looking through our list like Sonic High School part 1 and Sonic High School part 2, I kind of want to know what you're doing just clicking on the second part without listening to the first.
1: But I also some people might be listening in in real time and maybe they forgot, you know, maybe they, they listened last week or a couple days ago or they, you know, maybe they had something really serious go down or maybe World War 3 happened. And everyone got drafted, but we still released it because we put it on Fireside. So it's been like a long time between two episodes.
0: I'm honestly pissed off at you for destroying me with facts and logic. Yeah, go ahead and sum it up.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, So Sonic High School is uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, the popular video game character slash, um, you know, uh, the greatest teeth on the internet uh, in the trailer of his movie. Um, in high school. I was school. going to uh very
0: conservatively say CGI abortion, but
1: yeah. <laughs> CGI Yes, abortion, CGI abortion monster. Um you know. and uh so it's a Sonic High School is this really long, crazy crack fic, and I decided that it works best as a three act structure. Um, this is the second act, the first act uh was a new hope of uh, Sonic High School. It begins with Sonic and uh Tails. Sonic's uh has a issue with his balls, um a medical condition. Um and it's out into the entire school. and, his, and his, his balls, penis, and butthole. It's out to the inside, entire school. He's ridiculed. Um later that evening he goes to prom Tails gets kidnapped and this crazy action sequence is started off. But the real crux of the whole thing is a uh, love triangle between Rouge the Bat. Um, and if you don't know any of these characters, just look them up because I don't have time.
0: Admittedly, she does have big titties <laughs> compared to the other characters.
1: Which, if again, if we're going with the idea that this is a three-part movie series, the movie, the first movie came out and then the producers really understood how much people liked that aspect of her. So it's baked into the second part a lot. That's a, oh, really why I like, to, how I like to break it up. Uh, between Rouge, the Bat, Espio, I guess, is a chameleon, um, and then Knuckles, uh, Espio gets with Rouge, um, but in actuality, uh, she gives birth to Knuckles' baby, um, and as in any good story about a love triangle, there is a duel that ensues, um, mm-hmm. and throughout this, Sonic and Tails' friendship is put to the test, because Sonic is always uh, looking out for himself, Tails is, uh, you know, kind of getting fed up with that, not, not reciprocating any of his... Is a friendship, and uh, Sonic is in this never-ending quest to get with his girlfriend so they can become true boyfriend and girlfriend and finally um, have sex. The duel happens. Uh, Rouge is there. She has mm-hmm. her baby that looks like Knuckles, and uh, at the, the zenith of the battle, Espio and Knuckles kiss for some reason, and Knuckles performs what is known as a body donation. He, he enters <laughs> into Rouge, and he is born again. As a baby, as a little this. baby. So that's kind of Ugh. where we're at right now. We're all caught up. I think that's all the storylines. There's a couple other characters. Charmy B, Cream, was introduced at the end. Cream the rabbit. Mm-hmm. And Vector the crocodile. Those
0: are all, I think that's pretty much everybody's shadows around. Um, so you How feel like, caught up? Yeah, yeah. How in Celly does the, the, you know, cell like does the author have to be that's like, oh, yeah. uh uh, the chick with the big tits is a slut she actually slept with somebody else and the good guy didn't even it's not even his baby
1: i mean that sounds insilly but it also sounds like a normal movie
0: oh for sure also the baby came remarkably quick like within the span of days
1: (laughs) yes we don't know when she hooked up with knuckles but yeah you're right within like 24 hours um and as you said it reads very much like a john hughes movie okay so i'm glad we're through that um I would like to begin the the Empire Strikes Back portion of this trilogy with Chapter 11, Tails and Cream. That baby is Espio's, said Tails. Tails, being smart, was right. Knuckles had done an Einstein body donation and became Espio and Rouge's baby, but was still Knuckles. Rouge picked up the baby and held him in her other arm because her baby with Knuckles before he became baby was in her other arm. Now you have two babies to look after, said Tails. Good luck, and he flew away. <laughs> Rouge grabbed her two babies and had them both eat from her terrific boobs. So they're deciding what to name the baby. So Knuckles sacrificed himself to become the baby of Espio and Rouge because Espio didn't have a baby. It was Knuckles and Rouge's baby. Rouge says. And I will name my baby with Knuckles before he became a baby, Knuckles Jr., because I had him with Knuckles before I became a baby. And he looks like Knuckles before I became a baby. Um, And then she doesn't name the other one, I think. I think that one is just called Knuckles. Oh, wait, it's Knuckles and Knuckles Jr. Knuckles Jr. is the baby of Knuckles, and Knuckles is Knuckles, the baby of
0: Spo. we all up to speed? How fucking cucked is Spo getting? Where they're like, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to name the baby Knuckles Jr., and I'm also just going to uh, let him, uh, you're going to have to raise him now. <laughs> no, Knuckles Jr. is Knuckles' baby,
1: but Knuckles is also a baby. The no, I know. I'm just,
0: say- like, I'm just saying, like, Espio is getting cocked as fuck right now.
1: He, he is. He is. He is. And I, he all but disappears from this entire story after this. <laughs> so another aspect was that Charmy B was kidnapped in a result to, to get Espio uh, to engage in this duel. So they unlocked the cage where Charmy is. Charmy walked out instead of flying out like he always does and said, thanks, Sonic. I'm going to go home to prepare for my role in the play that is coming up soon. I am the lead role. Sonic forgot about the play because the play was the gayest thing in school. But it was going to happen even if no one went to watch it.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I remember Charmy B was the uh, homophobic slurred (laughs) one because he acted and got it. Yes, it's a
1: it's uh it's in this a lot. I apologize. It was written in like two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve, so I apologize. I will
0: say, not unreal, not you know, not a lie. I uh I was a thespian and I still get made fun of it. Made <laughs> fun for it.
1: So. absolutely same. Uh so now yeah. cream is You were a, a
0: tech kid. I don't think it's the same. Dude, I've competed in individual events, man. I got I got a superior at state. I I was up there. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. You know, it doesn't sound like a perfect pantomime, um, you know, district, but it's okay.
1: <laughs> I don't know I don't know how to get perfect. I guess that's the super secret level I didn't unlock. I just got the whatever the other one was.
0: Sometimes you can be legally skilled.
1: <laughs> These hands are licensed weapons in pantomime. They could build a wall in seconds. So Cream is now talking to Tails. She said there's a test they have tomorrow. She says, "Uh, why don't you come over to my house tonight and we can study?" studying with you will help me get a better grade because you are smart Tails was very smart but he was not the best at getting with teenage women so parts of life like this were a challenge to Tails so he obviously was something else on his mind uh, as he goes over to study with her
0: wait wait, he's not good at getting with teenage women but he's good at getting with (laughs) other women is that what it's implying
1: the quote is Tails was very smart but he was not the best at getting with teenage women I'm
0: thinking Knuckles is just railing some MILFs
1: read into (laughs) that much of Will uh as he's getting ready quote "Tails wanted to seem like a sexy man to cream so he sprayed his dad's cologne on himself it said his dad's it doesn't say his dad's cologne i know that's what the person meant it said he sprayed his dad's colon on himself i just want to make that added clear
0: (laughs) oh no no he sprayed his dad's colon on himself
1: so basically while they're studying together on cream's bed there's a pretty crazy (laughs) this line uh it kind of speaks to pretty much everybody uh who's been in the situation uh Tails and Cream studied for the test for the next hour and the whole time Tails could only concentrate on one thing his growing an erection. Tails touched it sometimes while they were both studying to make sure it stayed put and Cream could not see but it was getting so big that it would pop out of place like when the straw in your soda rises up probably because of bubbles and you push it back down but it just comes back up anyway and so you get iced tea instead. Tails was still the most <laughs> nervous. <laughs> So they study and he keeps he's he's trying to study and focus, but eventually he can't um he can't hold off anymore. Tails said to Cream, quote, Cream, I have lusted after your rabbit genitals since day one. I think you are the hottest woman I have ever been to. I know you are Charmie B's girlfriend, but toss him aside and put let my penis murder everything inside of you. He was so in love that his penis was literally screaming. So she's 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 down, she's game. Um, and they're about to they are about to make it happen when she stops and says, No, I cannot do this. Not while I am still boyfriend and girlfriend with Charmy. He may be, uh, and then a, a homophobic slur is used, but I am in a relationship with him, and I still respect him. I will break up with him tomorrow, and then we can do sex. So that is the ultimatum. The tale says, Cool, and he flies away. That's the end of Chapter
0: 11. I mean, honestly, at that age... You know, a girl tells you, like, oh, yeah, just wait a day. You're like, yeah, no, this will be the fastest <laughs> day of my life. Sometimes high school kids really do be having problems like this.
1: I know. Here we are to Chapter 12, the most important drama. Quote, it was a new day, and Sonic woke up from out of his bed and scratched his balls. He entered in his journal, quote, a sickness still ravages my balls. He closes his journal, um, and he goes to school. He meets up with Amy. She says, Hi, Sonic, said Amy, and kissed him hotly like a girlfriend. What is up, said Sonic to Amy. It is awful. I have bad news, said Amy to Sonic. That stinks. Do you want to have sex later, said Sonic to Amy. Amy says, No, thank you. I am kind of busy right now. Also, my bad news is that I have to go see the play tonight for our class. Wow, that is unfair, Sonic said to Amy. Even the principal says that the play will be super gay, but I guess you still have to go. Sorry. And then Amy obviously try- wants to get Sonic to come with her, right? Because that's what she's implying. Mm-hmm. Sonic replies, that is the real bad news. I do not want to go near the play, but I will go if that means we can have sex later. And then Amy kind of just nods, not really committal. Sonic and Amy had class. Sonic talks about how much he is not willing, ready to go to this play tonight because, quote, the play was just a bunch of people doing gay things on stage. <laughs> They note um, later at the lunch table, while the guys are gathered around, that Charmy has been acting very weird of late. They're all talking about it. They think that something strange is going to happen at the play. Quote, the play is gay, so everyone together agreeing everyone knew it. Tails still hates my body, inside and out, Sonic said. It is so hard for me to be best friends with someone who hates you and does not want to talk with you. I know how you say it, said Shadow. A lot of people hate me because I am dark. But I am not trying to be a supervillain. It is just who I am. I do crimes in the city, but I am not a bad person. You can do bad things and mistakes sometimes and still be a good person. And people should still like you for it. Unless you're a really bad person. Like Eggman, who was a shit dick. Maybe one day people will see I am a good person. Even if a little dark. Sonic listened to this. He finds it very powerful. And then he, quote, itches his balls. Quote, his balls were a wreck. Class ended, and the rest of the school did too, and Sonic went home thinking about his balls and how there were like two blimps covered in volcanoes that could fit on blimps, and itched as well. He makes a doctor's appointment to have his uh, balls finally checked out by a medical professional.
0: Probably for
1: um, the best. And then he also has Chinese food, um, which is uh, was a motif from the first uh, episode, and he gets a fortune cookie. He takes the paper out and reads it, and it says... "Quote: One man's pubic illness will cause the death of millions. And no. he, he kind of shrugs it off. He doesn't really like that one. He goes hey, and he has m- anyone
0: just has anyone just suggested that Sonic go pee because you know pee is stored in the balls and perhaps uh, <laughs> that's the issue.
1: Very very good, very good, doctor, very good. Uh, I, I don't think anyone's brought that up. Let's see. He does go to the mm-hmm. doctor. Um, he goes to the doctor for trouble with balls. Quote. Um, the doctor says, I'm going to do some tests on you, but first I'm going to look at your papers. He reads them. I see from looking at your papers that your balls and penis are the biggest in your high school. Congratulations, Sonic. Good job. <laughs> um, they do some tests. Um, and he does all these tests. And then the doctor, very worried, says, this looks bad. It looks like you have a big disease. Sonic, very worried, um, is he asks, and he's, quote, worried about the welfare of his balls. The doctor replies, quote, I do not know. This is a legendary disease that only comes around once every million years. No one has ever found a cure for this disease, and what it can do is very bad. The disease will go from your balls to your penis, and then up to your brain, and eventually kill you. There are other things that it does, but I do not know because it is rare, and you will just have to call me up and tell me what it does when it happens. All I can tell you right now, Sonic, is to keep your balls away from everyone you know. Do not touch them to other people, because it will spread, and they will die and it will spread more, and the whole world may be at stake. Please be safe. Oh, no, he's going to have sex later, though. Well, he can't, can he, right? The doctor says, you cannot have sex. If you do that, quote, it will be awful, and the first person to die will be Amy. You do not want your girlfriend to die. He says, okay, I, I guess I have to go, and Sonic speeds out on his way to the play. He thought about it. He's thinking about how this is the most important high school drama, and he wonders, quote, what is more important, health or love? End of chapter twelve.
0: I'm saying, love, buddy. <laughs> go for it. Absolutely. What's go the point for it? of living a long life if you know you can't have someone tug on your balls? A bit.
1: So then, chapter thirteen um, <laughs> is is all about. It's all about shadow driving around and like shooting people. It's like that game that you mentioned for the Xbox. It's completely out of nowhere. He drives a car and it's like a night rider car. Nothing mm-hmm. really happens of note in this if this was uh, if this was the sequel this would just be like a cgi mess that really doesn't advance the plot but you just kind of watch it but what he does is he picks up silver which is another character from sonic and takes him to the show because he also has a a, a role in the play so everyone is kind of assembling at the high school for the play quote silver was another big role in the play but he was not a huge gay like charmy b so shadow still liked him Um, i was gonna ask
0: because i was worried that he also might be a gay
1: no, he's not a gay. Um, okay. And uh, I don't think Charmy B is either. I think these people are just very, very, uh, very regressive. Very. Uh, I'm, I mean, forward. they're making a
0: pretty good argument for it, but okay.
1: <laughs> he is in a play. He is in a play. You're right. So that is it. If anybody wants to read Chapter 13, Picking Up Silver, you're more than welcome to. I will omit it because it is not important to the narrative. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Chapter 14, The Play. So Sonic and Amy get to the high school and go to the play. Quote, when they got to the auditorium, they were not expecting to be surprised, but they were, because the auditorium was actually full of men and women idiots waiting to see the play. Cool young people, such as high school students, did not come to see the play unless they actually had to. We're at the play now, said Amy to Sonic. And that is the extent of that conversation. Later, later, um, Sonic says how much he doesn't want to be there, but at least, quote... At least I'm here, because if Charmy is going to mess up big time while acting, it is going to be funny. He has been acting weird all week. I bet you he will. Sonic laughed about this, because it did not really matter to him, but it did matter to Charmy. <laughs> so mean.
0: Oh my god.
1: The play um, they're doing is the Christmas story. It's not Christmas time, but it is the literal Christmas story like of the first Christmas. Um, Silver, who was picked up by Shadow in the last chapter, is playing Joseph charmy is playing the mother mary and the baby version jesus was going to be played by knuckles but is now being played um by knuckles who was a baby so it actually worked out well for the i thought you were gonna say
0: knuckles jr
1: now knuckles jr um is with rouge they're seated at the back of the auditorium and it is hinted at several times in this that knuckles jr has some sort of uh premonition he's clairvoyant to some degree
0: um, oh, he yeah, he's the one that just came out and started speaking.
1: Yes, he is the baby okay. Yoda of this of this series. Yes. Quote, Sonic and Amy sat patiently in seats, which is tough for Sonic because he could have been running around, which is his favorite thing to do. Um, so he's really uh, not liking it. He's playing this weird game where he keeps uh, putting his hand on her thigh until she pushes him off, and he thinks it's fun, but then he remembers that he has a deadly ball disease, so he can't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Quote, the play eventually started, and it was just as gay as you would expect it to be. There were singing and songs, but otherwise it was like the Christmas story always was. Mary got a letter from an angel saying that she was going to have a baby, but she did not want to have the baby at home because the king would not let babies vote. So Mary and Joseph rode bikes what? all the way from London to Jerusalem. <laughs> when they got there, the hospital was full, so they went to a barn and had the baby in there, and it turned out to be legendary hero Jesus. Throughout the whole play, Silver did a really good job, and Charmy was okay, but everyone sure believed he was a woman because his voice was so high. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you want to dive into the accuracies of this play, but uh, we could blow past that. Checks out to me. Yep. They rode bikes all the way uh, to Jerusalem.
0: (laughs) I can't find any flaw with that, but, you know.
1: So here we are. We're at the height of the play. Um... where where Mary, quote, has to have her baby out. Um, Charmy, who was Mary, flipped on her front, and Joseph pulled Jesus out of her butt, which looked totally fake, Sonic could tell, even with special effects. Hmm. Joseph held Jesus up to show God and then gave him to Mary, who was actually Charmy. Quote, Charmy looked at Knuckles really close and then reached into his clothing with the hand that was not holding the baby and pulled out a knife. Time to get murdered, said Charmy, as he started to kill Knuckles. Just as he began to do this, Silver flew into him and knocked Knuckles away from Charmy. So pandemonium breaks out and, quote, a gunshot rings from the back of the audience. And it's absolute pandemonium. Shadow had pulled his gun out in the back of the auditorium oh. and fired at Charmy B. Um,
0: Chekhov's harpoon. Yep.
1: Absolutely. It uh, it hit Charmy B. And if you look up a picture of Charmy B, he's got a little helmet on, his little cute helmet. Um, but it must have been, quote, a gunproof helmet because it ricochets off and it hits a prop bomb. I don't know why there's a prop bomb at the story of the first Christmas. But oh. this prop bomb turns out to be a real bomb. Um, and it explodes. Um, and there's fire everywhere. I think there's a, at one point there's a quote where it's like fire like was rushing through the auditorium like a pack of wild stallions. Oh, my um, God. Sonic grabs Amy and rushes out of the auditorium. He looks back. He wonders where Tails is because he can't find him. Quote, "'People were leaving and not helping the other people out, "'but the lunch lady, who had ears but was deaf, "'was running into the auditorium "'and carrying women and children back out. "'The lunch lady had lived in Mongolia by herself as a child "'and became very strong from carrying trees "'back from the frozen forest to the villages "'that she traveled between, "'so now she could carry stacks of people. "'Since she was deaf, "'all the noises that the fire were making "'did not bother her because she could not hear.'" more development for the lunch lady. Um Yeah,
0: good for her. Also, these kids have so many issues.
1: <laughs> she's got a, she's got a tragic backstory of uh, yeah. coming to America and making it big. You know the big. Uh,
0: the uh world the w 2 WTF episode of South Park, the the wrestling episode? Yeah. You know the part where he's like, "Mr. This little girl's had 10 abortions and she you know like she needed 10." <laughs> yes. and that just might not be real to you the fuck out of this bar that's what I feel like with this (laughs) yes exactly like Um. you and I like reading this to someone and someone's like um that's dumb we're like mister (laughs) Sonic has a a ball problem that could kill the whole world and I guess that just ain't real to you (laughs)
1: exactly thank you for seeing this for the real piece of serious art that I I see it as no it is Um. yeah Because as I read it, it seems less and less like the author intended to make this as seriously as I took it. So uh, Sonic is more and more worried that uh, Tails is not coming out. So he himself runs in, uh, eventually finds him um, unconscious, and uh, leans over him once he brings him out to begin doing CPR on his body. Sonic thought, quote, this will look gay. But he did not care as he began (laughs) to administer mouth-to-mouth CPR. Sonic, said Shadow over the side. Charmy escaped and is running through the school like a murderer now. Stop CPR kissing Tails. You have to help us catch him. (laughs) Um, Sonic looked back and says, Amy, finish doing CPR on Tails. I will let you and I will not get jealous. Sonic kissed her mouth and felt one of her boobs and ran off with Shadow and Silver to go catch the guy who was trying to kill baby Knuckles. That was running around the school and could endanger them all that is the end of the most explosive chapter
0: the play what a lucky dude getting in touch her boobs just a quick squeeze before he goes <laughs> that that's yeah. included i mean it's not a bad idea definitely oh, he doesn't not. know if it's he's like,
1: ever going to come back you know
0: yeah and you know he didn't get to have sex there he might as well get a quick squeeze but and Absolutely. they're not as good as rouge's boobs but you know no no not at all
1: um no. so if we were on to chapter 15 killer on the loose and loose is spelled l o o c e um okay so the first big portion of this chapter is them talking about how sonic uh, shadow and silver are searching the school um and how they're all going in different directions and it's very much if you can picture like a scooby-doo episode where they're going in out of one door and to get sometimes they're together and sometimes they're apart that's kind of what they're going on and then each one of them has their own experience um in different rooms, which indicate kind of who they are, which I think is interesting. Quote, One room that Sonic looked in was the art room. It made Sonic remember having art class with Charmy B. Charmy could not control his gay urges like everyone else and used every (laughs) color in every picture, whereas Sonic would just use blue and Amy would just use pink and other people were normal like that. Sonic thought about this and that it was still surprising that Charmy uh, could do something so horrible. Shadow went into a room, among other rooms, That was the car-fixing room. Shadow remembered how he had car-fixing class with Charmy, and how Charmy was really terrible at fixing cars because it was not in him to do something that a man would do. Shadow thought it was weird how Charmy could now do something that was so manly,
0: like killing. (laughs) Okay, the only thing I took from that that I think I'd like to comment on is he didn't know how to restrain his gay urges like everybody else, which implies (laughs) that Sonic's like walking around like... Like, I kind of like that CPR kiss with tails, but I shouldn't say anything about it. Well, I, th- I think that's a nice point by the author is like he recognizes
1: that, or he or she recognizes that Sonic is, uh, thinks of Charmy in this way, but also thinks, uh, is pointing out that everyone has these feelings, so it's not actually gay. It's just, you know, uh, ostracized practice in high school to use colors. He said everyone had that urge, but Charmy was the only one who could not resist it. Because he was gay. <laughs> sure <laughs> that's the subtext uh well i'm assuming so, that's the the logic of the author i think that's the logic of sonic but well, i think maybe the author is trying to include that you know everybody acts this way charmy b is just unfortunately getting dogged by everybody mm-hmm. you know how it was that one kid in high school who was like you know if you met that person in real life you'd be like ah, that person just living their life but in high school you're like i gotta put them down you know oh absolutely silver ran into the gym room where silver one time had gym class with charmy b he remembered how Charmy was positively the worst at sports and being an athlete. So it made him wonder why Charmy could do something that was actually athletic, like killing. Um, so they were searching to no avail. Eventually, um, Amy and Rouge uh, have to use the restroom. They go to the women's room, which despite the fire and chaos, is, uh, still has a very long line because it's the women's room. <laughs> so, they <decide> <laughs> <laughs> so they decide to go to the men's room instead uh, because there's no one there and it's not going to hurt anybody. So she's going from stall to stall. She opens up the one that was open and quote, inside was a shocking thing to see, but she saw it anyway. It was Charmy B. Amy's terrified. She screams, calls him a murderer. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Charmy makes note, I have not killed anybody yet, but now I will start by killing you. I quote, I will start to be a murderer by killing you. Charmy (laughs) jumped at her from inside the stall and ran into Amy as they fell back. Charmy was on top and holding a knife and was about to cut Amy apart when Rouge came over and kicked Charmy and he flew off her body over to the wall. They battle, they tussle, and then one of the grossest things I've ever read in a fan fiction happens. Rouge says, use your special move with me while you can. Amy knew what Rouge was talking about, so Amy used her special attack. (laughs) Amy shouted girl blood and opened her leg and a stream of blood shot at Charmy. Since Amy was so good at being nice and caring, which is using your heart, Amy was able to pump her heart and speed it up so fast that the blood pumped out of the wound in her legs like a super soaker filled by vampires. Um, so they douse him, which is... Uh, yeah, I don't
0: think the person needed to write that at <laughs> It's all. gross. It is gross. I'm pretty yeah, sure in
1: the video gross. games Amy <laughs> has like a hammer that she could use, but um, that is not the course of action she takes. No. <laughs> and I, I would omit that, but I want to be true to the art and the artist's intent. So I'm, I'm I appreciate
0: you, know I mean. you not omitting it. They just was didn't hard. Need to write it.
1: That was hard for me. Then all of a sudden, Tails bursts into the room. He throws a bucket of water on Charmy, which apparently the blood wasn't good enough to do. Charmy looks up at Tails and says, You are supposed to... And he short circuits because he was actually a robot the entire time. So now everyone's confused. (laughs) Sonic and Shadow and Silver show up, and they're all confused because, you know, they thought Charmy B had just snapped, but instead he looks like he had been replaced by a killer robot. The question on everyone's mind now is who made the robot? Who put put robot Charmy in this position? Mm -hmm. In order to kind of, uh, you know, comfort all of them, the lunch lady made them all sandwiches, and while they're sitting around and eating, quote, until their tummies are going to burst, Sonic wonders aloud, Quote, but then where is Charmy? And where is the guy who made the robot? And so many other things. High school drama is just a crazy thing to be a part of. End of chapter 15.
0: I mean, it did be like that though. High school drama does kind of suck. <laughs> These are okay. real experiences kids are having right now.
1: I'm glad. I'm glad somebody's putting it out there. Um, I feel seen yeah. by this. Yeah. Chapter 16, responsibilities. So everyone's back at school after the chaos of the night before. Um, but it is made and mentioned that, again, that plays are gay. So none of the students were there. So none of, no one's really upset.
0: Mm-hmm. There's no reason to just keep stating the obvious like this, though.
1: Right, of course. But they do anyway. That's
0: this author's oh, well. style. Right, well, good for them.
1: Um, so they go to lunch. Tails is not there. He's still mad at Sonic. Knuckles is not there because he is uh, now a baby. Um, SBO is mm-hmm. uh, still he's in the hospital after his fight became a baby and charmy is obviously not at the table because they have no idea where he is the only people that were there were shadow and vector and sonic hey guys said sonic what is going on with high school it sure is crazy laughed vector while he <laughs> ate his yellow sandwich vector said also knuckles is having trouble with grades now that he has become a baby he has not turned in any of his homework or tests and he is going to fail high school and get kicked out if he doesn't do them wow that's tough said sonic all of a sudden an announcement speaker came on attention teachers said the announcement speaker amy and rouge have detention for going in the boys room last night after the play please go there immediately they're all worried because sonic's all very worried because he cannot become true boyfriend and girlfriend with amy if she's trapped in detention the speaker comes on again it says attention teenagers sonic please come to the office Vector says, "Uh-oh, looks like you're in trouble too." Vector was always making people mad. He was definitely an asshole in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he states the obvious <laughs> and yeah, he is absolutely bodied by the uh by the author. Rouge on her way to detention leaves Knuckles and Knuckles Jr. with uh with Sonic to take care of. So he has to but he's take care go of to the, the kids. principals. He does have to go to the principal's office. That is what the um that is what the principal wanted for him while rouge was in uh in detention he had to take custody of the babies
0: mm, okay um
1: so now he's saddled with uh babies um this imagine again burden. we're in the middle of this trilogy imagine like a ray being saddled with taking care of a uh inexplicably useless luke skywalker and a bunch of porgs you know you just kind of get burdened with all this stuff so they're hanging out in his house um just chilling in his room and one of the most bizarre sequences in the history of fan fiction <laughs> takes place and I will read it uh unedited. Um okay then, said Knuckles to Sonic after uh, Sonic implores him to say what do you guys do for fun? Um they kind of bashfully say no. Quote, "Okay," said Knuckles to Sonic. "When we are alone and not being held by Rouge, we like to practice kissing on each other. It is technically okay because I am Knuckles Jr.'s dad and a dad is allowed to kiss his baby." "Cool," said Sonic show me <laughs> then they begin um to kiss and it is made note that it is not sexual quote the two of them kissing looked like two big not sexual caterpillars pushing themselves together it was not a sexual kiss but it was a big gold medal kiss anyway
0: i didn't like any of that
1: and it's just really i hate that so much but again i wanted to include it um because yeah. i love the That's imagery the art. of the two of them kissing look like two big non sexual caterpillars pushing mm-hmm. themselves together. And that is a big gold medal kiss anyway. Um, then they begin to talk about who is the hottest girl in school. Obviously, Sonic says it's Amy. And then Knuckles says the hottest girl is Rouge. Quote, None of them could say that Rouge was not attractive because she had the absolute biggest boobs in the tri state area.
0: Well, oh, uh-huh, well. Also, is it weird that Knuckles is like sort of technically her son now? And he's like, yeah, she's the hottest.
1: <laughs> it's okay because they are mother and son and they are allowed, according to the logic of this story oh, of the previous paragraph. I mean, that's a paragraph. good point.
0: That is a good point.
1: <laughs> oh, man, I've spent too much time reading this. Um, There's nothing not wrong with it. There is many things wrong with everything. Uh, <laughs> Knuckles Jr. says, I think the hottest girl is Charmy, and they all laughed hard because Charmy was so much like a girl, except not hot. Everyone knew that laughing was good for them, even if Charmy was kidnapped or dead, and it made them feel healthy. Knuckles Jr. was definitely the coolest baby because everyone could get along with him, and he could do jokes also. Dude, Knuckles Jr. is so cool.
0: I like the idea of the, like... um The, I guess, like repressed, like homosexuality, like that's just vented through anger where they're like, oh, I think Charmy's the hottest girl because he's a little fucking gay pussy. But yes, I'd kind of have sex with him
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, wouldn't it be funny if one of us like took Charmy on a date and like, like, like became his boyfriend for like a long time? (laughs) yeah dude
0: you dude you should do you guys would be cute together (laughs) dude how fucking how fucking like funny would it be if i like committed to him and like he like met my parents and stuff like fuck (laughs) like he's so gay dude Man, dude, what if we like
1: exchanged vows
0: and like I just like I put my life on hold to make all of his dreams come true? <laughs> yeah, like like, like what crazy? if I like promised myself to him forever and like you know I just like <laughs> never wanted to be with anybody else because all I could think about was him. Like how yeah. dumb would that be, dude? Dude, dude, like how ridiculous would it be if I just like
1: committed body and soul to another human being? <laughs> I mean, and it was charming, right? Like that
0: would make it funny, right? Yeah, but like dead ass, is anyone else a little like just a little jealous that he's comfortable enough with himself to admit that he's gay? Like dead. <laughs> (laughs) though like is anybody else like no just me yeah i know dude fuck that guy like fuck being treated yourself fuck being comfortable in your own skin
1: that is a hundred percent the subtext here you're right you're right yeah one trillion percent you're right um and he's like he's missing and they don't care um they all go to sleep and later sonic is awoken by knuckles jr knuckles jr said quote i had a vision i know who the real killer is and i know where charmy is end of chapter 16 nice i know right uh, I just let you know right now. This is the uh, this is the penultimate chapter of this episode.
0: Seventeen or sixteen?
1: Seventeen. So we're going. Does that mean you're right
0: gonna? Now. Oh, it's of this episode. So there's more. There's another penultimate chapter later down the line.
1: Exactly. There's only one more. This is the okay. penultimate penultimate chapter because there's only one more penultimate chapter after this. I do penultimate. I do ultimate, and then that's the end of chap of episode two.
0: You sly dog. Let's do this. Here we go. Chapter
1: seventeen breaking in they find the house where knuckles jr has had the premonition where charmy b and the murderer are they can't get in and they can't get the window to budge even a little bit so instead they try using the front door which obviously doesn't work again but then they think we need someone who is strong and they know who the strongest person they know is and they go to that person's house sonic approaches ding dong said the doorbell when sonic pressed it Press it again, said Knuckles Jr. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, said the doorbell again and again as you pressed it. Waking up pretty much everybody in the neighborhood except for the one person whose house it is. Can you take a guess who it is? How everyone can hear this doorbell, but the person whose house it is cannot hear it?
0: Uh, I'm assuming, is it, is it a mole character who's deaf? <laughs> I don't know. It is no, a like def- moles are blind.
1: It is a deaf character, but as a deaf character, you already know
0: not the lunch lady, right? It is
1: quote, finally the door opened and there was the lunch lady from high school who was deaf. What is it children? Said the lunch lady. The next chapter explains how her voice sounds because she's deaf and it is very offensive. I'm going
0: to, I'm going to leave it out. Maybe I'll send it to you off the chat, but it is very offensive. Okay. So real quick, I I was, I was home for my birthday and um, when I'm, eating with my parents at home. We like watch TV cause we're a very unhealthy family. And, um, we were sitting there eating and on the, on, on, on TV, a commercial came on where it had this deaf guy who was talking about like, I think using like LinkedIn or something to like get a job. And he's like, yeah, um, you know, nothing can hold me back, but he said it like a deaf person would. I'm not gonna, um, you know, try to imitate that. Cause that's just a little too, uh, insensitive. But, you know, it was supposed to be like this empowering commercial about like how, you know, even like using our service, even if you have a disability, will like help you be successful and like whatever. But my mom was sitting there eating and not paying attention and she heard him. And he also um, was, was of the African persuasion. So she is like, yeah, nothing going to hold me back, man. Like I, for some reason, just pulling out a racism out of her pocket, and this um, <laughs> didn't even send a really I'm, bad
1: impression of him. But still,
0: yeah. So I was like sitting there horrified, and I go, "He's hard of hearing." She goes, "What?" And she looks up and she sees him. And as he was speaking, he was also signing. And I go, "He's not flashing gang signs. He's signing, mom." Oh no. And my dad absolutely loses it. Just starts dying, and she gets so upset. She's like, I can't believe you would do this. And I'm like, do what? <laughs> you're the one that just made fun of, like, the dude with a disability. And she goes, whatever. I-, I guess you're perfect. I hope you're happy. And she just got up and walked out. Like, she got up, sat her food on the counter, and then went to her room. And I'm like, okay. So, um, admittedly, one of the funniest things that's ever happened to me. Just, it's like, a- being present for that.
1: Oh, man. That's rough. That is really rough. I mean, sometimes you just mess up, and then you catch it. Especially if you're not paying attention. Um but that's what you are. You're the, uh, you're the young social justice warrior of the family. you got to put her in her place and make her feel awful about herself. That's the only way yeah, she's going to is to make
0: her feel terrible. I'm, I'm, the, uh, I'm the college liberal, so eh, whatever.
1: Uh, I can't believe I can't believe you've done this. I wish you had said I that. I can't and believe then
0: you've done this. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Um, all right, all right. So I'm 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 good to hear about the lunch lady and all of her uh, trials and tribulations of being a disabled immigrant.
1: Uh, from Bangladesh, and she um she opens the window with just her pinky finger, um, because it has again been established that she is very strong. Mm-hmm. But before she leaves, she says that from where she's from, there is an ancient tradition called quote sex thanking, and Sonic must engage in it in order to um, pay back for what this favor she has given to him. Okay. Which is a base basically he has to go down on her, as she explains to him. And she sits on a stump and says, It is not slutty because it is ancient tradition, said the lunch lady, who <laughs> knows all.
0: <laughs> Wait, so is she a human? Is that established? <laughs> yeah, she's a human being. She's from Bangladesh. She's okay. from Bangladesh. Yeah, that's not weird. That, yeah. th- that's not weird that um she wants the hedgehog to go down on her. That's not cool. strange at all.
1: Quote, I hope Amy will forgive me for this. Thought Sonic underneath his hair, in his brain, she would know that I am doing this for a good reason, and we have not even done sex yet, so she cannot be mad at me. Um, so he—that's he, a good point. He, he he begins. He talks about. Um, he, he's going basically just off of instinct and um, all the videos that he's watched. <laughs> he's going to town and, quote, she was totally quiet while he did all of this, but she was beating on the ground and making holes like meteors and even hit a nearby tree and broke it in half because she was oh, in love problem. with Sonic's abilities. Well, I mean, I imagine how fast he could do it. They don't even talk about that, but you're right. He does some other very disgusting things with his tongue. Quote, he kept going in further into her vagina until he put his entire head in. So he has his head completely in
0: there. Um, he's going to town. She's loving it. Eventually, you know, I was going to say not possible, but sometimes you're in high school and your friends show you something really weird, and um, unfortunately, possible. So that's where you're going to leave that thought. Well, that do I need to elaborate? I no, no. That but was I, uh, that's what I'm saying. It. You're going to leave it there, right? That, that we don't have to go further. No, I think it's pretty. I think you kind of get what I'm what I'm hitting at when I say that. So <laughs> I don't really feel like I should continue. You know. <laughs>
1: Okay. I, I, I feel like you shouldn't either, but I wanted to give you the space in case you wanted to, in case you were trying to come, come to terms with something.
0: No, no. I, I, uh, I repressed that until just now, but it's okay. Okay. So obviously she, uh, she finishes. Um, and quote, the lunch lady
1: put her clothes on and shook his hand and said that people of Bangladesh will be very impressed when she tells them about him. That if he ever wanted <laughs> to visit there, just tell her and she could buy plane tickets for him and all of his friends. The lunch lady was really nice, if she had, even if she had weird ideas that she had got from being back home when she was little. She went home and went to sleep. Um, so now with the window open, they can sneak inside, and what they find inside, quote, is Charmy B's body, dead and bloody and rotting and cut into pieces. Wow, he is completely dead, said Sonic, who was so shocked that he could not think about anything else. It was true this time, it was really true, that Charmy had been dead oh my god i am seeing so many
0: shocking things for the first time as a baby said knuckles jr i I just what an evil genius the lunch lady actually is because i you know we started on this journey like oh we're gonna go get her and then you started talking about the supersonic eating out and i totally forgot about that wow good for her she she's playing everybody like a fiddle right now
1: yeah she just kind of wanted to
0: get hers and now she's home and asleep just balling out what's the um the thing in front of I Love It with Lil Pump and Kanye? We wanna come, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the sound sample. The sound yeah yeah. that's this uh, lunch lady. <laughs> yes. Perfect, perfect. Uh required listening for this podcast is I Love It by Kanye and Lil Pump. Uh, they go over and they inspect the body. Um Sonic goes down, picks up a piece of body and saw it had bite marks in it. Sonic was about to say something, then all of a sudden, this happened. "'What are you doing, idiots?' shouted Vector. "'How did you get in here?' "'The window, bitch dick,' said Sonic as he felt sudden rage. (laughs) build up inside him, like the foam from cream soda going over the top of a glass when someone pours it in like an idiot ass. "'What is wrong with you? Why did you do this? You are the murderer. Ha ha!' I will show you how much of a murderer I really am, said Vector, as he ran at Sonic and Knuckles Jr., chomping his teeth in the style of an alligator. End of chapter 17. Shit. So now our heroes are in peril. They've found the murderer, and it was Vector. It was Vector the whole time. Damn,
0: dude. And he was trying to get them off the trail, wasn't he? He was. Damn. Is that where you're leaving us? No.
1: No. We no? On, okay. We good. are on the final chapter, chapter 18, The Murderer. Okay. So Sonic and uh, Vector are engaged in battle. Sonic's trying to keep Knuckles Jr. safe. Uh, Vector, mm-hmm. his classic catchphrase, quote, here comes your death straight from my mouth, said Vector as he ran at them, still going somehow. Is that actually his catchphrase? <laughs> no. <laughs> but oh, he okay. says it. Here comes <laughs> your death straight from my mouth. Sonic was fast and was able to run past Vector. Quote, he ran forward in between Vector's leg, under his body, and hit his head into Vector's penis while sliding through, which was weird. But um, he continues to do it because that's the only way to dodge Vector. And Sonic becomes becomes visibly and vocally upset. He says, stop it. Please stop doing this. I don't want to hit my head on your penis a million times like I am. No, Vector insists, you must die. And continues to be the murderer that he had turned out to be. So Sonic continues this tactic, quote, and he kept hitting his thick green crocodile dick, going back and forth, back and forth,
0: no, it's fine. Just none of this is tracking with me. I, I don't quite understand why he has to hit the pin, but, uh, <laughs> so sounds like there's a good reason. The crocodile is running right at him. Yeah. And the only way to dodge
1: him is to run and do, like, a power knee slide between his open legs. And in doing so, Sonic leans back, like, Matrix style, but he keeps hitting his head on the dick mm-hmm. as he slides underneath the crocodile. You know, you know he goes. Yeah, I'm saying?
0: no, I get it. No, I visualized the whole thing. I just, um, you can go on you're good.
1: you're good i think this may be more like a repressed uh charmy b lashing out you know he's like i guess i have to do this this is the only way yeah. <laughs> to the to, only way to, to honor my battle. gay
0: friend is to headbutt this man's penis
1: oh no the penis part is important because it becomes really hard and it emits semen which is very graphic and gross but i include it because it's important for the plot um sonic <laughs> has an idea and he he um he splits up from knuckles jr and he distracts uh vector while vectors back is turned, knuckles jr runs slides on the semen and shoots up uh you know starting at his tail up the back of vector gets to his eyes and is able to poke uh his eyes out so he's now like blinded and thrashing about the room with him distracted like this they're able to it looks like they get into another room ah yes they're running through the house and they see things in rooms quote like rooms full of drugs and guns and even weird things like weird porn videos Mm -hmm. then he got to a different door and opened it and walked into the other side and closed the door and put things in front of the door to block it. Then, with stomping loud noises like a bowling ball with legs jumping up and down on the floor and hitting it hard, Vector went up to the door and put his body on it, trying to crash through it like a penis going into a big, hard vagina. What the fuck? Open this, please, screamed Vector (laughs) as he tried to hit it down. No, why did you kill Charmy, shouted Sonic at Vector, who was on the other side of the door. That was hard to get through. Because Knuckles messed everything up knuckles or espio were supposed to kill the other one when they fought in the school hallway that one time i made that fight happen because i wanted one of them to die because they are both very annoying and they're the only people who can beat me and become the new football team captain so essentially he orchestrated this whole thing very uh emperor yeah. palpatine and um yes while knuckles had captured charmy b to entice espio into the fight he went to his home Took the real Charmy B, replaced him with a robot that would hopefully kill whoever the winner of the fight was, and then ate uh, Charmy B, because I guess he was hungry. The next question, obviously, is where did you get a Charmy B robot? Is Eggman involved? Mm-hmm. This could ruin everything for everyone, don't you know, said Sonic back to Vector, like a ship sending a message to a different ship. Quote, when you begin to do crimes, you become dark. And I have now become darker than even shadow. I made friends with Al-Qaeda. And they gave me a Charmy (laughs) B-robot using Osama Bin Laden's technology. He was bulletproof and was going to kill first Knuckles and then Espio in the hospital. And then maybe the rest of you. But you messed it up, you shit idiot. Ah, Vector hit the door so hard, it started to break. So the door is about to give. His rage knows no bounds. And he's about to break in. (laughs) And he's a bad guy. He's not dark in the way that Shadow is dark. He is is Al-Qaeda dark. He's Zero Dark Thirty right now. So they're just about to, you know, he's just about to break into this room and get to them. Quote, but then all of a sudden, something came out of the sky and picked them up, and Vector was left far, far below on the ground, quote, looking like a teen loser. We're in the air now, said Tails. I rescued you. Tails was using his flying tails to fly and was holding Sonic, who was holding Knuckles Jr., like some sort of helicopter. So Tails swoops in and uh, saves Sonic, and now they're flying through the sky. Kind of a triumphant return for our buddy Tails. They asked Tails, how did they know that you got here? And Tails said, quote, I looked looked at the Charmy B robot and figured it was from Al-Qaeda and broke into government computer network systems and found that Vector was friends with Al-Qaeda, said Tails, the smart Mm. friend of Sonic. But I thought you were mad at me, said Sonic with a questioning sound. I am tired of being mad at you. We are best friends again, said Tails. And just like that, their rift is over. The gang is back together just in the nick mm-hmm. of time to save the day. Tails is like using Sonic to dive bomb Vector and just kick him. Um, and uh, it's, it's working, but you know, he's, he's still alive. Sonic suddenly gets an idea. He says, quote, Tails, do it one more time. Tails flew up, and then Sonic revealed his balls, even though he could see almost the entire country from where he was. He did not care, because this was more important. Sonic scratched his balls and held on to Knuckles Jr., while Tails flew down again. Sonic's balls dragged behind them in the sky, and then they went to the ground, and Sonic's diseased balls smacked right into Vector's face. No! Screamed Vector as Sonic's balls <laughs> smacked into his mouth what and nose fuck? and eyes like a plastic bag full of pudding.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> I love
1: that. Um, Vector looked into the sky and made an asshole face for the last time, and turned to stone, and then dust,
0: and was dead. I was saying, I guess Sonic got payback for all the times he got Vector's dick in his face.
1: I guess so, and he used his poisonous balls to kill him. Quote, he is dead, and everyone is okay now. They land, um, and they're kind of sad because two people are dead, and then Tails says, look at the bright side. The two biggest losers in high school are dead. And then said, Sonic, yes, it is all fixed now. Quote, they took Charmy B's body with them, but not Victor's, who is now a pile of dust, because they thought Charmy B was nice and did not deserve this. They went home to get ready for school tomorrow, and Sonic thought, there are still more problems to deal with in high school. This is not over especially not for me <laughs> end of episode two nice as sonic uh, looks out across, across the galaxy with you know his yeah. robotic balls scratching he uh he wonders what's what's next for him
0: that's the end of that good god okay um all right let's do let's do uh criticisms critiques what we got
1: um i think i think this is like a little more blown out got a bigger budget it's a little crazier not as much happens mm-hmm.
0: um they they took a chance on the first movie and it did really well so the studio's like fuck it let's give more money and then the creator was like oh i can do whatever i want now i have more money and might have gone a little too far overboard
1: i got off the rails i think there's some pretty good action set pieces i think this last battle with vector was uh was way better than the the fight between knuckles
0: and spiel mm-hmm. yeah uh um, sideline. I'm not I'm not a big fan of the Knuckles Knuckles Jr. dichotomy, but okay. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's kind of shoehorned in there. Um they needed a you love
1: know. story though. Not a lot of development between uh Sonic and Amy. But um mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know, um SBO is sidelined for pretty much this entire movie. Very uh, very much yeah. like uh like every character in The Last Jedi just kind of gets sidelined the entire movie. That's all right. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, he, he got cocked in the first one and now he's like getting cocked by just not being in it. Yeah, I think Sonic is, is just cocking like... him now by taking care of his kids. It's <laughs>
1: fucked up, dude. That's true. That is true. <laughs> this is a good point. Um I think this is pretty much just like set piece to set piece. Love the play. Mm-hmm. Love the play. Love Charmy B. You know, Charmy B really didn't yep. have much of a voice in the first one. Kind of came around to his own by being kidnapped in this one. And then uh, you have the big reveal that Vector is pulling the strings the whole time.
0: Yeah. Uh, which is huge. And to Yeah, to go back on the um tales, you know, Raylan Mills. I wonder how many times he's dug his head up the lunch lady's vagina
1: <laughs> yeah the lunch i would you know that's a criticism i really would have liked more more active activity for the lunch lady but i think the lunch lady is like she's like so high above them that she does not get mm-hmm. like involved in their like high school she's not in high school this is high school drama no. i just realized that she doesn't get involved in high school drama
0: you know how like in movies that they'll, they'll for, like an older like character they'll pick someone super famous just to get like another demographic and this is like do like judy dench like, Judy Dench is the lunch lady. That or Helen Mirren, one of the two, or Betty White. I'm picking any one, any one of those three. That's my dream cast for this role. She has to, uh, yeah, she has to have some level of like drama though because she's she's playing someone with a tortured past. I would pick Judy Dench. Well, she's from Pakistan, brown face. That's the answer. Never <laughs> mind. We we're we're, we're we're solving it. Good enough for Justin Trudeau, good enough for Betty White. I'm liking this. I'm liking this this dream cast here, honestly. And how fitting, a dreamcast for a Sega for Sega characters. Look at that. Perfect. Mhm. Um well, I I cannot wait to see what how many more problems these high school kids have.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll uh you'll be uh you'll have a good time, I think, with the last one, but uh definitely good. it's all about the You're just dealing first with two.
0: so many fucking problems.
1: So many problems. Isn't high school
0: crazy? Fuck, high school's crazy. Um, <laughs> well, interesting. I can't wait to see where we go with that. Um What are
1: you stoked on, Ryan? I am stoked on. It's be a short one. I'm stoked on this book. I just finished it. Actually, finished it today. Uh, It's called Hex. It's a. uh, It's like a horror novel. Uh, It's written by this this young Dutch author. Uh, It's it's Mm -hmm. almost like he's trying to be Stephen King, which at points is annoying, just in the style of the writing. Yeah. Um, But I I read a review by Stephen King, like a kind of a, a. an interview and he was like yeah i really like this guy you know we work together a lot and i think he's got a good future so if he sees something <laughs> in him then that's good and he's not just blatantly just get some off. original material bitch <laughs> <laughs> um but it is actually a very original book i don't know if it's executed in the best way but i, I enjoyed it because it was it was so original it's a scary story um about this witch that haunts a town um and it's not typical and that you know they're always afraid and they don't know who the witch is the witch is very much obvious from the beginning she's in the very first mm-hmm. page and it goes on from there so it's uh it, it's Gee, pretty good book alert. it is what the book is about i can't spoil it if it's on the back <laughs> if it's on the back you can say that's, true. that's what i say very true um but I, I the the hook of it is is like they're all aware of who the witch is and um mm-hmm. they track her using like this app like in the town with all these surveillance cameras. So, like, no one really cares where the witch is, you know, even though she could kill them. It's just like, oh, oh the witch is on like second and, uh, you know, main. So that's where she's at. Everyone mm-hmm. just don't go over there and they're like, all right, cool. Um, and then, uh, you know, horror ensues. So, yeah. That's what I I've like. I like the idea of the use of technology. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was good. Hex. Um, pretty good book. Pretty good book
0: for if you're into spooky Is things. that H E X?
1: H-E-X, yes.
0: Sweet. What's the author's name again? Oh, man. Put me on the spot. One sec. I
1: can't remember his name. Okay. something, something incredibly <laughs> Dutch. Not surprising, but okay. Thomas Old Hoyvelt.
0: Hoyvelt? That is incredibly Dutch.
1: His middle name is Old with an E, so.
0: Oh, there you have lord. It. Interesting. There you go. Cool. People
1: also search for <laughs> Stephen
0: King and Neil Gaiman. There you go. There you go, there buddy. There you go. That's like a that's a love child of like two of our favorite authors. So there you go. Yeah. Uh well sick. Uh I am stoked on I found a YouTube channel, I think it's called Sumato, S U M A T T O, something like that. Um I can I can post it on our Twitter. And uh it's these guys who are in VR chat and do um VR Yu Gi Oh. And if you guys remember from episode eleven, I love Yu Gi Oh. Um, I may or may not have been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links on and off while uh, recording this. Totally not. And um, <laughs> it's it's these dudes who, like, will take the avatars of the original characters and just, like, make up funny scenarios. So they have one where, like, Kaiba, um, you know, challenges Yugi for, like, the final duel. And Joey's like, hey, I want to be in this. And, like, it's just bad because he's like, I added more swordsmen of land stars. <laughs> and there's no reason to add that card because it's trash. So, yeah. Um, or they they had one where um, Jaden from the the second incarnation of Yu Gi Oh and Yusei the from the third incarnation battle Yu Gi from the first and they're like mm-hmm. who's the real best protagonist of dueling or of a, you know <laughs> Yu Gi Oh so yeah, it's good it's good yeah it's just like funny silly scenarios and um, they like attempt to like half attempt to do the voices so. It's funny. If you like Yu-Gi-Oh, you can like just sit there and like throw one on and just, you know, laugh about it. So um I recommend that. I'm stoked on that. I think it's funny.
1: Yeah, I, I have to check it out. You did mention it to me earlier and I gotta I gotta go check it yeah. out. That, that sounds like it'll yeah. be pretty good.
0: I'll try to find a good one and I can like I'll post it maybe. Okay. Um Yeah, but Lit, thanks guys. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and I hope you're as on your seat as I am for the conclusion of this story. Um if you enjoyed it, please like us and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, however you listen. Follow us on Twitter um, and YouTube. I'll just go that far because that's what we're active on. And, um, yeah, we really appreciate you giving us a a couple hours, I guess an hour of your time for this one, a couple for the whole whole, whole series, hours of your time for um, people getting smacked in the face by alligator dicks. So um, really, really appreciate that
1: i have one last criticism they oscillate between calling them a
0: crocodile and an alligator and i i take i take umbrage with that i take i take huge professor umbrage with that um I, as, as every as everybody might not know we are both florida gators so um no no i don't i don't respect that They are two different beasts one is more majestic and one is uh a little bit more wild so, whatever, I'm pretty whatever. sure.
1: Um, I'm pretty sure. If I'm looking at the right picture, his teeth
0: are showing outside of his mouth. So it's a crocodile. He's a croc for sure.
1: Yeah, big uh, time croc.
0: Whatever, whatever, whatever. Killer croc over here. Um, okay, lit. Brian, what should we remember?
1: You know, I hope you have a great day. And uh, if anything comes your way today, where it is the decision between what is more important,
0: health or love, I hope you choose love today. I'm right there with you. All right, thanks for listening.